Hello, bookworms, and welcome to Oh, for the Love of Books. This show gives you information from the books I've read or ones you suggest for me to read. I'm your host, Jessica Vickery, and thank you for joining me. Here are the next three books in the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Book 16, The Thief. Sola Morte, former cat burglar and safecracker, has given up her old life on the wrong side of the law. On the run from a drug lord's family, she was lying low far from Caldwell, keeping her nose clean and her beloved grandmother safe. Her heart, though, is back up north with the only man who has ever gotten through her defenses. A sail, son of a sail, who never meant to fall in love, and certainly not with a human woman. But they have no future. And not just because she doesn't know he is a vampire, but because he is not about to stop dealing arms to the Black Digger Brotherhood. Fate, however, has other plans for them. When a sail falls into a coma and lingers on the verge of death, his cousins seek out Sola and beg her to give him a reason to live. The last thing she wants is to return to her past. But how can she leave him to die? As a lethal new enemy of the vampires shows its face, and the Brotherhood needs a sail back on his feet, Sola finds herself not only a target, but a mission-critical force in a war she doesn't understand. And when a sail's truth comes out, Will she run from the horror or follow her heart into the arms of the man who loves her more than life itself? Hassel moved to Caldwell from the old country fairly recently, and he set out to become the biggest drug lord in town. Money was his primary motivation for a long time, and he ended up becoming a wholesaler to the lessening society. Since his conscience wasn't bothered by the fact that he was providing lessers with a means of income through the street dealing to fund their side of the war. Once that became too dangerous for him, he turned on the society and passed information onto their headquarters over to the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Both the Band of Bastards and the Black Dagger Brotherhood tried to get him to take sides in their war over to the throne. But Assail refused to participate and steadfastly remained neutral. Although he did help Rath escape the attempt of his life when he went to Assail's for a meeting, mostly so he couldn't be held culpable for treason since he was not involved in the plot. During his campaign to become the prominent dealer in town, he arranged for the deaths of smaller dealers that were all ruled by suicide by the police. During this power struggle, Ben Louise hired Sola Morte to spy on Assail, which was how they met. Assail threatened Ben Louise over it, and Ben Louise canceled the contract. But Sola, angry that Ben Louise wasn't going to pay her the full amount they'd originally agreed upon, took revenge by breaking into Ben Louise's sanctum. Assail shouted her to Ben Louise's, and they took turns tailing each other sometimes revealing themselves to the other and sometimes not. In retaliation, Ben Louise had her kidnapped with the intention of torturing her and likely killing her. To get Sola back, 
a sale kidnapped and tortured Ricardo and his brother until Eduardo gave up her location. When they were done, a sale killed them both, using anything at hand that she could see. Sola killed her kidnappers and freed herself from the torture cabin by the time a sale showed up. Finding the aftermath and seeing how she rescued herself despite being concussed and wounded, he knew that he was hopelessly in love with her. After her ordeal, Sola decided to leave her old life, which meant leaving a sale because of his drug dealing. Without her, he fell even deeper into his drug addiction. Marisol grew up in Brazil, where she began her career as a pickpocket at the age of nine or ten. Trained by her father after her mother died. After he went to prison for life, where he was later murdered, she moved to the U.S. with her grandmother by using money her dad had stashed away. When she couldn't support the two of them by working as a cashier, she fell back into her old skills. Ben Louise hired Sola Morte to spy on a sale, which was how they met, and a mutual sexual attraction immediately sparked. After Sola had killed her kidnappers to free herself, she suffers a crisis of conscience, since she'd never killed anyone before, and a sale suggests she leave her lifestyle behind so she wouldn't have to deal with anyone like Ben Louise again. Book 17 the Savior. In the venerable history of the Black Digger Brotherhood, only one man has ever been expelled. But murder's insanity gave the Brotherhood no choice. Haunted by visions of a female he could not save, he nonetheless returns to Caldwell on a mission to right the wrong that ruined him. However, he is not prepared for what he must face in his quest for redemption. Dr. Sarah Watkins, researcher at a biomedical firm, is struggling with the loss of her fellow scientist fiancé. When the FBI starts asking about his death, she questions what really happened and soon learns the terrible truth. Her firm is conducting inhuman experiments in secret, and the man she thought she knew and loved was involved in the torture. As murder and Sarah's destinies become irrevocably entwined, desire ignites between them. But can they forge a future that spans the divide separating the two species? And as a new foe emerges in the war against the vampires, will murder return to his brothers or resume his lonely existence furthermore? Murder was a member of the Black Digger Brotherhood who became Hex's lover in the early 1980s. In 1985, Hex went to the Sympath colony to meet her blooded relatives on her father's side. Thinking his lover had been kidnapped, Murder went to the colony to rescue her, learned of her Sympath half, and ended up a prisoner himself. Revenge negotiated for their freedom but she'd already been sold to a human laboratory, RSK Biomed, for experiments, and so only murder was freed. Since she couldn't feed, she grew weaker and weaker over the course of a couple of months until one of them took pity on her and set her free. 
She returned to burn the place down while it was empty and kill the one who tortured her. Murder allowed everyone to believe he was the arsonist to protect Hex. He sought out the other pharmaceutical companies who might also have been conducting experiments on vampires. Looking for the female vampire whose face appeared to him in the shard of glass he'd picked up at the sanctuary years earlier. He burned down four facilities and killed the scientists inside in retribution for the evil they were committing. At the last facility, he broke in and found an emasicated and weak male vampire and a sickly pregnant female vampire, the very female he'd been looking for. Before murder could get them out, guards arrived and began firing upon them. The male vampire is killed and murder is wounded, forced to leave the pregnant female behind. As his injuries were too severe, he left the building. At some point, murder went back to the company, only to find the female had been moved, and the staff who worked on her experimentation were gone as well. Enraged, murder dragged the remaining scientists outside and spent hours torturing them for information. Only when he learned that none of them knew the location of the female did he finally kill them. The Brotherhood was forced to clean up the mess of the bodies and erase memories of the incidents and alter the facts the media investigations revealed about the perpetrator. Rath determined that murder was mentally unstable and too dangerous to trust, most likely as a result of his torture at the hands of the sympaths. And so the king made the decision to kick murder out of the Brotherhood. Murder agreed. He was not right in the head and left to go south. He retreated to the Allahu Rathboon mansion in South Carolina. Curious tourists continue to book the place, which has been converted to a bed and breakfast for its scenic and historic settings, and murder is able to seduce female guests by clouding their minds and feed from them to fulfill his blood needs. Since a painting of the original owner hangs in the study matches his appearance, there are rumors that the B&B is haunted. Sarah Watkins grew up in Michigan and lost both of her parents to cancer. First her mother to breast cancer when she was 13 years old, and then her father to pancreatic. She studied in the Harvard-MIT-HST program where she met Gerard Elbrich and they began dating. Right after graduation, they moved into a small suburban house in Ithaca, New York. They both got jobs at RSK Biomed in Ithaca, Sarah in the gene and cell therapy division, specializing in the immunotherapy for cancer, and Gerard in the infectious disease division. Book 18, The Sinner. Sin has kept his side hustle as a mercenary, a secret from the Black Dagger Brotherhood. When he takes another hit job, he not only crosses the path of the vampire race's new enemy, but also that of a half-breed in danger of dying during her transition. Joe Early has no idea what her true nature is, and when a mysterious man appears out of the darkness... She is torn between their erotic connection and the sense that something is very wrong. Fate appointed Butch O'Neill as the destroyer. 
the fulfiller of the prophecy that foresees the end of the Omega. As the war with the Lessening Society comes to head, Butch gets an unexpected ally in sin. But can he trust the male? Or is the warrior with the bad past a deadly complication? With time running out, Joe gets swept up in the fighting and must join with sin and the brotherhood against true evil. In the end, will true love prevail? Or was the prophecy wrong all along? Born in Boston to a nurse, her mother died from pregnancy-related complications after giving birth to Joe. She was adopted by a wealthy human couple, Chance and Philly Early, who treated her more like a checkbox on a list of things they needed to do to keep up appearances rather than a beloved daughter. Joe attended Williams College in Williamston, Massachusetts, where she studied English literature with a minor in American history. She was accepted into Yale University's master's program for English, but could not afford the bill and therefore had to decline. She works as a secretary for a real estate agent in Caldwell, New York. She takes a job as an online editor at the Caldwell Courier-Journal. There, she works closely with Bill Elliott. She begins her website about vampires during this time. As she continues her investigations into the vampire world, she finds out she's a half-breed. She meets her lover, Sin, and finds her family, Dr. Manny and Butch. Sin was born to an abusive alcoholic father. His father had beat Sin's skull so hard one night that Sin suffered from a brain injury which caused blackouts, seizures, and rage, where his talman comes from. Sin slept next to his deceased mother's body for ten years. Sin ended up killing his father to protect a young female and male vampire that were playing nearby. After killing his father, it began his killing career. He began to kill many people, females too. He killed murderers, cheats, and thieves. But Balthazar was exempt because he was family. When the band of bastards came to New World, Sin takes hits, or assassination jobs, to take care of his talman. Sin becomes tired of killing. He does what he can to attempt suicide, or death by brotherhood, several times. After the killings at Club Pyre, he admits to killing the females. He admits this because he is tired of killing, tired of his talman. He was hoping that by admitting to it, the Brotherhood would kill him. After the investigation, it is found out that Sin wasn't the only one who killed them, and he is spared. He stands outside near sunrise to burn, but is stopped by Excor and the Band of Bastards. He adjusts Joe's aim so he had a better shot at killing him. A human male is found dead, which investigates and talks with Sin, who falsely admits to this one too. Butch clears his name. He tackles the Omega. He ends up taking himself off rotation after seeing the terror and fear in Joe's eyes when she sees him release his talman. He tells Tor that he doesn't want to become his father, and thus far, he had. He and Joe bond and end up together. Book 19. Lover Unveiled. This book returns with Savage, 
a powerful MMA fighter with a buried secret that can change the world of Caldwell forever. Savage has been living under the radar for centuries, and he has every intention of staying dead and buried. But when a civilian female sucks him into her dangerous battle with an evil as ancient as time, his protective side overrides his common sense. May has lost everything, and desperation sets her on a collision course with fate, determined to reverse a tragedy. She goes where mortals should fear to tread, and comes face to face with the Brotherhood's new enemy. She also discovers a love she never expected to find with Savage. But there could be no future for them. Knowing they will part, the two band together to fight against what May unknowingly unleashes. As the Brotherhood closes in to reclaim one of their damned, and the evil vows to destroy them all. To go along with this series, there are a few novellas and other series starters. For the full list, please visit jrward.com. In my next episode, we're going to kind of take a twist, and we're going to haunted prisons. Can you hear the screams? True Stories from the Scariest Penitentiaries on Earth by Roger P. Mills. Thank you for spending time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to my show. Thank you again. And remember, dream big and keep reading.